Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. Yes, we are here. Help, I suck at dating. No Jared, no Vanessa today. It is just me in studio, and boy, oh boy, do I have an exciting episode for you guys today. It might be, uh, granted, obviously we haven't recorded anything yet. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this will be the best episode of Help, I Suck at Dating that's ever been recorded. And I say that because (laughs) this week we have Bachelor in Paradise Season 6 premiering on your television screens on ABC, and what is more exciting than that. I honestly cannot think of a single thing. So today for you guys, because I know you all want to hear Jared and Vanessa's voices. And since I can't give you that, I thought that I could do something almost equivalent with that. And that is get some of my friends from bachelor in paradise to join me in studio here today to talk about what we might be able to expect on this season and who better to lead that charge to enter the studio and share his experience. He's been down there more than anyone in Bachelor history. He stepped foot on that beach more seasons than any other contestant, Chris Harrison aside. His name, Wells Adams. Wells, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming in, man. We really appreciate it. Um, Here's the truth. People don't know this. Uh, The truth is that Paradise was originally supposed to be called Help, I Suck at Dating, but they changed it last minute. <laughs> ABC decided that that wasn't a great name, and then you guys right. jumped on right. it. Right. We and dug then, into the archive, yeah. and we were like, oh, this was what, what it was supposed to yeah. be. It's when, good. It's when they good. initially pitched it to NZK Productions and Warner Horizon, it was called Help, I Suck at Dating. And they're like, we really like this. And then right before it went out, <laughs> yeah. they're like, we should maybe change this maybe one Paradise. last thing. Yeah, We've got yeah, this yeah, song yeah. under license. We're going to use it. Almost bad. Anyways, all right, well, so as all of our listeners, I mean, assuredly know, you're the bartender down in Paradise. This is your third season, 
bartending. Third season tending the bar, yeah. And you were one season as a contestant. Yes. Making my statement that I said earlier true that you are the most frequent contestant to step foot on that beach. As of now, yes. By a large margin. By a large margin. But there might be someone that comes this season that breaks my record. Sure, Who sure. knows? Right. Thank you for that. You never know. Could the- Nick Vial come back for one more go round? Knowing Who Nick, knows? Knowing Nick, it, it's not out of the question. <laughs> um, as a bartender, yeah. What just, just to kind of get into it right now, right? Like what can we expect from this season that might be different from the past three seasons that you've bartended or the past two seasons that you've bartended? Huh. It's always the same. Not oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, actually, let me let me backtrack a little bit. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. As the bartender. Yeah. And this being a Paradise Centric podcast episode. Yeah. Let's take a shot. Okay. Let's it, do it. Is that okay? Yeah. I thought that's where you were trying to go with it. No. I was like I, trying to figure out a way to segue. I lost to my a train shot. of thought. <laughs> okay. I lost it. And I reminded myself what we were By supposed to be doing. By the way, Dean's playing bartender right now. And he made a chaser that is, it is just a giant glass of, what, is this cranberry, cranberry juice? Cranberry juice, yes. Cranberry cran apple or just cran? It's cranberry. It's just, just cran. And it's such a big chaser. Here's the thing, Wells. <laughs> Uh, Wells will be co-hosting the rest of this podcast with me, but we will be having guests that oh. will also be using the same chaser okay. glass as you. Fair enough. So Do that's I... that's why that cup is so large. What are we cheersing to? To love. All right. <laughs> <laughs> love you, buddy. Mm, that's vodka. Yeah, that's in some nice vodka for you. Nothing like vodka to just set in the Paradise episode. It should be tequila, honestly. That's just straight not. vodka, my friend. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> What's different about this season? I would say that um, every season is the same but different, and that's a weird way, I, I guess, to describe it. But Didn't you really give us much with that one. So every season starts out normal, and every season kind of devolves into craziness. Mm. Every season... The um, good guy becomes the bad guy, and the bad guy becomes the good guy. Every season, um, the crazy chick gets engaged. (laughs) Inevitably. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen this season, but for the past two seasons, that happened. Wait, who are the two engagements? Well, last season, we had two of them. Chris and Crystal was unexpected. Yes, and so... Crystal was the villainess. Jordan and Jenna was unexpected as well. That was unexpected. And then also, sorry, but as much as I love Ashley, I, crazy, she got engaged last season too. I guess, yes, but it wasn't necessarily a contestant. It doesn't matter. It happened on the show. Sure. It happened while we were filming. I was there for it. All right? I got mic'd up for that. So that means it happened on the season. Wait, rewind to a season before that. Was I on that season? You were. Who was the crazy person that got engaged that season? Derek and Taylor. Oh, uh, they're both crazy. Kind of, right? <laughs> well, everyone's crazy, I guess, if you really think about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so every year it happens. And every year, it's so funny because every year I sit behind the bar and I think, huh, totally normal. And then I watch it back and I'm like, you're like, huh. you're like ridiculous. Well, and, especially, crazy. and you get to watch with Sarah, who's also looking at it through a lens that's maybe less informed as you are, where she can be like, that doesn't make any sense. And you're like, 
wait, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like she's looking through it through a scope where she doesn't know these people as well as you do. So she can look at it more objectively and be like, this is weird. This might upset ABC, but while I'm doing it, I'm of course talking to my girlfriend or my fiance. And Mm. yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I thought that's what we were going to take shots for, by the way. That's what it was to love. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to spoil. I mean, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So while while the show's happening, I'm telling her because she's so emotionally invested in all of us, it's crazy. This is your fiance. This is my fiance, yeah. but she's just like she knows you. She wants to know what's going on with Dean. Yeah. Uh, other contestants, other cast members, she knows. She wants to know what's going on. So I'm telling her, and then when the show airs, she'll be like, "You didn't tell me that." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, I did." I totally told you that. And she was like, well, I don't remember that. You glazed over it. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't have to tell you. Yeah. But yeah, so she's very much like into the whole thing and, and very much invested in all of our craziness. Which it's funny to watch because obviously if anyone out there hasn't seen Wells' uh, Instagram stories per episode, it's always you and her kind of being satirical about the episode, right? And then it's funny to be able to be part of that. As the bartender, you're kind of like, obviously, removed from the drama. You're kind of like the overwatching, like, sage voice as it comes when it comes to Paradise. Like, like, if someone has an issue, I remember my first time in Paradise, season four was Wells' first time bartending as well. Yeah. I was having an issue with Christina, and I came up to you, and I was like, Wells, I need, your, I need you to sit both of us down and, like, remind me that the way that I'm thinking is right and maybe the way that she like she should see things differently which it must put you in a sticky situation all the time as well because you're like well you're both kind of right you know maybe one is like less less wrong than the other but that's that's the role that you fill essentially generally when it comes to the matters of the heart there are really no wrong answers oh my gosh right get out of here (laughs) um yes i think the point of me is supposed to be like the reset like the guy you come to when you just don't really know what the hell you're supposed to do. Mm. And as the person who's been there the longest, I've seen what works and what doesn't. And I can give, I can shed a little bit of insight for all of you guys. Well, as you kind of alluded to earlier, you're kind of, as the season moves on, you kind of begin to turn into a shell of yourself, right? Like you tend to like lose sight of the person that you are outside of paradise in a weird way. Inevitably everyone starts to devolve and that's what it's, it, it just happens because we're, you're all stuck in the same hotel basically or resort. You can't leave. Mm. You've been eating the same food. You've been drinking the same drink. You've been hanging out with the same people. There's nothing different about every single day. It starts to become deja vu. So everyone starts to go a little bit crazy. Yeah. And also you're staying up late because you're you're going on dates or you're doing interviews or there's a fight or there's all this kind of craziness of this happening that doesn't happen in normal life. And so what happens immediately, not immediately, but what, what ends up happening is that like everyone's Everyone's like n- normalcy level <laughs> drops like seven degrees. The bar lowers essentially. It, yes, it does. <laughs> and it's so funny to me because this was the first year, because I think I, I started to sense it last year where I was like, wow, things really devolved. This is crazy. And then what happens is a bunch of people get engaged. So then it like evolves again to mm-hmm. like beautiful. 
But like right at the end, everyone's like just in like like knife in teeth, crazy conversations. It does nothing makes sense. And so this year, the first year, I was like, I'm gonna remember what the first fight was, and I'm gonna remember what the last fight was, and I'm gonna compare the two. Can you compare them now? No spoilers, obviously. Bonkers. <laughs> Absolutely bonker. Like, but here's the difference. The you're saying the contrast from the first to the last is bonkers. The first fight makes total sense. Yeah. I think everyone would be like, "Yeah, that annoys me." Yeah. The last fight, I think everyone would be like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> really? That's what this fight's about?" But here's the thing: everyone that goes on the ride with you, right? Like, because. They're all buying into it too. Yeah, yeah, because you start yeah. become a, a part of the storyline. Like you're you're buying into it, you're loving it. So like every se- every uh, episode that goes on, it's like, oh yeah, you know, so and so is fighting with so and so. And then by the end of it, the fight that happens at the end, I think everyone's going to be annoyed by. <laughs> but if you really rationally think about it, you're going to be like, that was so dumb. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing in the world. Do you think as a as a viewer, as like an audience member, we're going to be able to see that last fight? Yes. Yeah. I hope so. Okay. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a thing. Okay. It's a thing that happens. I wonder if, because you look at the track record, right? Maybe you have the success rate of Paradise. You get some of the most beautiful couples to come from it, but you also yeah. get, a, I, I would say you probably get more breakups that come from it. People that leave together that ultimately end up breaking up afterwards. Yeah. I wonder if that's a product of the fact that you tend to like, like you said, lower the bar as the time moves on, just because you're, you're surrounding yourself in a setting that you don't normally surround yourself in. You're kind of like isolated in that sense and you kind of buy into the group dynamic and the group um, conversations and like the, the silly arguments and all that kind of stuff, right? So I, I guess I was just thinking about perhaps that's why like at the end of it, if you're asking someone to leave with you or asking someone to marry you, you're like asking it, asking that question as a lesser version of your real self. And sometimes like that can maybe, it works, right? Like Avin Raven, Carly and um, um, Evan. Evan. Jaden Tanner, Ashley and Jared in a weirder way as well. Yep. Sometimes it works, but I would say it fails more often. I wonder if that's the reason why. Um, I do want to share a story real quick. One that doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. One that involves you. Oh, gosh. One that actually really, really tore me apart uh, after I found out I was lied to. You really switched gears real <laughs> quick there, by the way. But okay. Continue. Yeah. That's the point of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you guys this story real quick. Wells and I, Wells and I, we're friends, right? Like we, we, we don't see each other often, but whenever we see each other, it's always open arms. Great to see you. How is everything going? Not a, no time lost, whatever it is. But Wells and I were at an iHeartRadio event not too long ago. Yeah. I would say probably back in May. Yeah, May. And we saw each other no different than it usually is. Hey, well, it's great to see you. How's everything going? Everything's great. Blah, blah, blah. What are you up to? Et cetera, et cetera. We were walking down the carpet together, hand in hand, literally hand in hand. Wells and I against the world, walking the carpet together, doing interviews together, telling everyone like how great it is to like be seeing each other again and how happy we are and excited about the future we are. Yeah. No cameras around in between interviews or we're waiting for someone to finish or something like that. And I lean over to Wells. I say, Wells, um, are you going to be bartending this year in paradise? Mm. He looks me dead in the eyes and goes, I don't know, man, probably not. <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. And I said, wow. Okay. Interesting. I really believe you. And yeah. I really, really appreciate you telling me the truth about that. Yeah. 
And then, and then I go to paradise, not, not even two weeks later. And who do I see at the bar serving cocktails? None other than Wells Adams, the man that two weeks prior told me that he was not going to be going down to the beach and serving drinks this year. Okay. Well, NDAs aside, <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. I said, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. That sounds like something it's, I would say. It's the same I thing. I don't know. We'll see. It's the same thing in fewer words. Anyways, can you give us one, just one thing yeah. that excites you about this season that maybe will be different than the other seasons that you've been a part of? <sighs> I don't want to like, speaking of NDAs, um, I don't want to ruin anything, but there is something that I think is there is something that is going to happen in this season that has never happened in a season before that will shake Bachelor Nation to its core. And personally, I think it's an absolutely wonderful thing that happens. Are you? Can I ask? I'm sorry to interrupt. Are you talking about my mustache right now? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Okay. But. That's all you're going to give us. That's fine. That's fine. That's what we You need to start every question with, I must ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, th- there, there's something really, really cool that I personally happens in this season that I think is going to uh, absolutely change the, com- the way that everyone perceives this show from here on out. And I think that that's a good thing. Mm. And um, I really, really hope people watch it because I think it'll... Um, I think it's a good thing for our like just the world. Great. I don't know. That's maybe too much. No, that's also his mustache is great. <laughs> that's great. If you're not gonna tune in for anything else, mm-hmm. tune in for this revelatory moment in Bachelor franchise. Tune in for my mustache. Tune in for Wells Adams being a bartender. I'm you know they're gonna cut me out of that goddamn show. You yeah. know that. What's actually funny about this too? <laughs> I think it was after the first season you were bartending, you yeah. followed it up with no, it must have been last year. Yeah, last year they cut me out of the entire show. Everything. Yeah. You were like, I flew down to Mexico to bartend, and they didn't nothing. put me in a single scene. Yeah, I was the never most there. screen time you had was your Chex Mix commercial with Yuki. Yeah, exactly. And that was a commercial <laughs> break. Which is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, um, Wells is going to stay on as a co-host for the rest of the, rest of the episode. We are going to have some guests from this season of Bachelor in Paradise. We have a very special guest coming up next. You guys have seen her on Ari's season. She was also on last season of Bachelor in Paradise. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but she's also on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. She's going to sit down with us, share her side of the story, share her, her, her feelings. I actually have some questions to ask her about last year as well. Um, but before we do that, we are going to take one quick break and then jump right back into it. I don't know if this is because I'm getting older. Or if it's just because I'm getting better sleep, I am a morning person now. I used to be a night owl, and now I'm a morning person, and I've realized I'm waking up earlier and more refreshed in the morning because I'm getting better sleep, which means that I can get out to the golf course early in the morning before Ashley gets up, which is huge because once Ashley is up and about, I'm not going to that golf course. I have only a couple hours in there, and I really have to thank Sleep Number for all of this. For proven quality sleep, there's a Sleep Number 360 smart bed. Queen mattresses start only at just $9.99. Now, so many couples disagree on mattress firmness. Ashley and I are one of those couples. Uh, I'm more of a firm bed guy, while Ashley really likes to sink in and make her body shape form in that bed. 
Um, but the good thing about Sleep Number 360 smart beds is they let you choose your ideal firmness on each side so it's just right for both of you. The Sleep Number 360 smart beds are so smart, they sense your every move and automatically adjust to you, keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the entire night. Sleep Number has been ranked number one, people, not two, not three, not four, number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses by JD Power. Now, for 2018 award information, all you have to do is visit jdpower.com to confirm that I'm not lying about that. Now, if you come in now and save up to $600 on select sleep number 360 smart beds, you hear that? If you come in now, you can save up to $600 on these smart beds, people. You'll only find sleep number at one of their 575 sleep number stores nationwide. To find the nearest one, you can go to sleepnumber.com slash dean. That's sleepnumber.com slash D-E-A-N to find the one nearest you. And if you come in now, you can save up to $600 on a select Sleep Number 360 smart bed. Okay, we are back. And like I said before taking a break, we have a very special guest, not only from this season of Bachelor in Paradise, last season of Bachelor in Paradise, not only just that, but the season of a Bachelor before that as well. We have Annalise in studio with us. Hey, Annalise. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being had. We really appreciate it. Of course. Um, so, Annalise, mm-hmm. first, just first questions first. How was Paradise for you this year? Uh, very different. Um, a lot of similarities mm. without giving things away, but very How do I different. Make, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. How do I make the same mistake that I did last time? Which is what? It's a Paradise podcast. Oh, God. Oh, I was you hoping you were going to forget. Annalise, <laughs> please humor us and take this small shot of vodka before not kicking really off small. this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking wine right now, guys. This is not going to yes. pair not well. Anymore. <laughs> Am I really doing this? Cheers. Oh, Cheers. God. Ugh, I'm you not excited. Make, you want to make a toast decisions. on the air? On the podcast? I, what are you going to do? Uh, okay. My toast will be to hopefully never, ever in the history of my life ever making a bachelor toast again. Uh, Cheers. Okay. But in a weird way, you kind of just did. Yeah, but what if you're the bachelor? That was it. That's what I said. This is my final ever. What if you are the bachelorette? I'm not answering that. Mm. (laughs) Cheers. I would not mind in the slightest an Annalise bachelorette season. So tell us about it. How was this most recent season of Bachelor in Paradise for you? Because last year... Let's refresh the listeners on what Bachelor in Paradise for Annalise looked like last year. You showed up. Fell in love. Yes. Seven times. (laughs) (laughs) May you forgot the eighth time. You've got Oh, yeah, there was an eighth. (laughs) Annalise has a big heart, and and she allows herself to fall quickly, which is great, and it's very commendable. And oftentimes, I get down on myself for not letting me do that same thing. And so it's also in an environment that that's what we're kind of there for. So I like let myself get there a lot more because that's what we're there for. I just just want to make it clear that that trait is something I admire in you. Thank you. Last season on Paradise, you and my friend Kenny actually had a a, a brief stint together, right? Yeah. He had to leave because his daughter was waiting for him. I love Kenny. I think he's he's a great guy. Fantastic. But hold on. Because I also like Kenny. WTF. Thanks for making that clear, man. Why haven't you reached out to him? Oh, Kenny's been in a serious relationship like pretty much since we finished. And I've met his girlfriend and she's awesome. So Okay, fair. Yeah. 
That's about valid a, point. That's about the best answer you could have <laughs> okay, given. Fine. I'm not but stepping on any toes. Like but Ken. no, Kenny is a great guy. But I, I think the thing was even then it was like I never really. I think we were both just excited about we were in the same places in our life, and there was like a lot of possibilities and like hopefulness in. We were both just ready and like saw a lot of great qualities in each other, but mm. it wasn't really like our person. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you can only be so similar, but maybe not necessarily 100% compatible. Mm-hmm. So then let's fast forward a little bit. You, we're going to brush over a couple of things, I think. But by the end of the season, you and Camille were the ones that went to Fantasy Suites together, right? Yeah. And then it didn't end necessarily maybe how you would have wanted it to. So can you just like, just fill us in maybe before we jump into this season of Paradise about that whole situation entirely to the Uh, best of your ability, if you could. So in a nutshell, uh, ended Paradise last year with Camille, went to the reunion show. He broke up with me, was a complete blindside to me uh and yeah it was a, a roller coaster of emotions even after that for a while and um i don't want to i don't want to interrupt but i don't want to lose um track of this thought but <laughs> you're like we need more details <laughs> than that <laughs> between so between paradise ending filming and paradise airing there's about a month and a half or so gap what right. was your relationship with camille between that those six weeks um it was it wasn't great like it wasn't um that was the thing. I remember sitting with Chris Harrison at the reunion and like, he was like, How, where are you guys now? And I was like, we're good, but we're not great. Like yeah. I knew that it, it, there was definitely some rough patches and like we weren't, I knew there was no way we were getting like engaged, mm-hmm. you know, um, anytime soon or if ever, but, but I still was kind of like, we're working things out. And I had seen him, I had flown to uh, New York and spent time with him and his family. And so did you he know, ever? Did he ever make a trip out west to see you? He did not. Mm. Um, things I'm learning later that I'm like that I'm like hmm, these are things these are qualities I should be looking for right. like guys that make an equal effort. Well, hindsight is always twenty twenty, you know. Mm-hmm. But or when sixty you're in, forty and oh my, case, that's but. pretty good. Wow. That's pretty good. That was a good line. That felt good. <laughs> yeah, that felt good to li- to listen to. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so going into the reunion, you kind of knew that like things were go. Things weren't going as maybe you had wanted them to, but they were going well enough for you to still be like optimistic. They were well, they were going well enough that I thought we still could either work through things or we right. had at least like a couple months of like figuring it out. Right. You know, and do those six for those first six weeks, especially between uh, filming and airing are tough because it's like, well, I want to hang out with this person, but I don't know if I'm allowed to hang out with this person. We can't like be as overly like sharing of these moments that we share together like that like you're kind of keeping it a secret almost in a weird way you know well and it's difficult too because I mean he had gone home night one so I felt like for him he just went back to real life and it was I don't think he was sort of used to like the bachelor world of like real life is very different sometimes especially when you're dating sort of secretly and um and I think we both kind of just went back to our normal schedule so it was difficult Hmm. to uh to but that's not even an excuse like that's I feel like still if you want to be with somebody then you should be figuring out a way to see that person what was the fantasy suite like with him uh it was fun (laughs) how fun are we talking here what is in the fantasy suite uh kielbasa is that that's what we had in our sausage (laughs) some polish kielbasa is that a A euphemism for something a little bit of both okay is Camille Polish Mm -hmm. wait is Uh. there I just want to get real with it, and you guys can cut this out if you want. I'm is there fully blushing right now? <laughs> condoms. 
Uh, Tons, probably. Yeah, there are. Uh, way too many, right? Is like there it's almost like a lubricant. There's like a drawer stashed of, of, what, just you, of what of what you might need. Was there anything in the drawer that you were like, wow? <laughs> really no, guys? I was actually not that impressed with. I was like oh, really? expecting there to be more. <laughs> I was kind of you, like, where is the wish? Was in the drawer that wasn't. I in think the drawer. if I if I remember correctly, it was all um, like Mexican brands. So they were like kind of you know it was like brands I'm not used Unfamiliar, to. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of funny. It was Mexican like, anal beads. It's like uh, what what is this? I don't need these. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about cutting something out. Let's not, cut that out real quick. <laughs> not that. That was not in the drawer. Refined At least beads. <laughs> But other than that, okay, so the fantasy suites, <laughs> let's move on to the next, the next little part of this. So that went well. Okay, but you were still blindsided at the reunion. After the reunion, did, did he try to like mend anything? Or has there been any contact with him since? Yeah, so we, um, it was weird. Like right after the reunion, I think I was in shock. And I think I had, I think I completely uh, disconnected from what just happened. Mm. Like it almost as if, it was as if it didn't happen. Um, you were in so shock numb. that he broke up with you on TV or you were in shock that he broke up with you in general? Both. Okay. Um, but I think I was like so numb to it. Like it, it didn't feel like it was as bad as it was. Uh, so actually for like the next two weeks before it aired, we weren't like back together, but it was almost like the best our relationship had mm. ever been. Like he met some of my friends who totally like laid into him and was like, you can't treat our friend like that. And, um, we hung out, we After talked, the reunion yeah, we talked every day and, um, it was like the best it had been. And then I just got, I had a moment where I went, Whoa, this is getting really confusing. Like my mind is in a total tailspin right now. Cause mm. I don't know, like he kept saying, I didn't want to do that. But then I'm like, you, you're not trying to get me back. So like, obviously you don't want to be with me. Wait, hold on. You guys hung out after the reunion? Yeah. So, so. Is no one else well, this shocked is the thing. by this? This is the thing. So we, we hung out only to like, kind of be like, let's talk about what just happened. Yeah. That you was just crazy. said that your friends were meeting. My friends, came, my friends flew down to support me after the breakup. And they were okay. like, they were like. We okay, tell Airbnb. us where tell us where you are. Yeah. Well, no, because yeah, because he um, he had booked an Airbnb for us, but then he used it for himself, and so then I didn't have a place to stay. So my friends were like, "I'm coming down," or they're coming down. Got it. They booked a hotel. They got a rental car. They showed up. They were like saving the day, hmm. my guardian angels, because um, they were like, "No, you are not leaving." LA like there's a lot of things so, that are happening the next week, couple of days like we just want to be there for you so um so they they were like we and we want to talk to Camille too <laughs> so we he and I went to the beach one day and we talked for like an hour hmm. and then I was like um so by the way some of my friends are here they and they would like to talk you to you quick. so then he sat and talked to them for like I don't know a good hour two hours um we went on a hike the four of us the next day it was like so it must have gone well enough on the beach too and they were like we wanted to hate him and we don't hate him as mm. much as we we thought we would God, if, I, if i had a nickel it? for every time i heard that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's so, dean's twitter bio yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants to hate me but no so yeah i have a good, a good question was what was it exactly do you think about camille that like oh a, um he i mean he was like a 
puppy with his tail between his legs. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. I think he I, I felt think th- very confused himself. There, I think maybe it was going to come, but it just like the breakup would have come, but he didn't, I don't think he realized like it was going to happen when it did even himself. Yeah. And then it was like, well, it's done now. You know, I think there's something to be said that when, when a person knows that they did something wrong and they're willing to admit that. And he was, that was the thing. Not many people are, there are many people, but it seems like so often people aren't willing to do that. And so when someone is willing to be like admit fault on something, you can be like, okay, like I actually see like your humanistic traits that you have, right? right. Um, so as the premiere, like the airing of the premiere got closer, that's when I went, wait, this is getting really confusing. Like we can't talk yeah. anymore. And then I watched the premiere and that was like the, the most heartbreaking. I was sitting there with my mom and she started crying and I was like, it, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like this is the reunion you're saying. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. Watching it on television. Cause that was the thing. I, I don't think I realized how bad it was. Yeah. I mean, I obviously it hurt when it happened, but I didn't realize how bad it was bad. <laughs> Not to shift gears too weirdly, but like, I feel like everyone right now is thinking the same thing. Why the hell would you go back after you experienced some, something like that? Uh, a good question. I'm still asking myself that. Okay. Um, and even walking down on the beach, like Chris Harrison, I think asked me that. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm not totally sure, you know, like I'm still single and I, I kind of worked for me. So that's why I would go back because, and it's worked for other people. That's the thing. Like I'm really good friends with Chris and Crystal. I, yeah. you know, I see, I see relationships where it works. So and I'm an optimist. So at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm hopeful always that, this is going to be the the time that it does work. That's a good natural transition into how was this paradise for you? So I think like without giving things away, I think what you'll see is it's very, very different, but then there's, there's definitely things that are the same. Um, (laughs) it was almost the exact same thing. Well said in the first segment of this podcast. Yeah. But you, when you see it, you'll be like, Oh, I got it. (laughs) It's deja vu all over again, but with different people and weirder. Look, I get, I get it. And I give that answer all the time. But as someone that's asking a question to receive that answer, I hate it. No, I know. No, I get it. But we can't, (laughs) I want something more. I I mean, if it had aired, then I could tell you and you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's exactly the same, but very different. (laughs) Answer this question for me then. Going into paradise the second time, mm-hmm. was there anyone that you were excited to meet? No. There um, were a couple people that I was like, they could be interesting, but that was the thing. That was maybe my, well, I don't even know, not a mistake because everything changes in paradise. Like, the people that you think you're excited about are not usually the people you're excited about, but Camille was the person that I wanted to see walk down the stairs last oh, year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was like my number one draft pick. And what was then, it about? He's got a great body. No, he just is like very similar to a lot of my exes. Um, <laughs> so he's like, it's let me a say type. this real quick. It's a type. About <laughs> a, this being a dating podcast, they're your exes for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so, and I kind of was excited about like not being excited <laughs> about anyone in particular this time. I was excited about like being surprised by somebody, getting to know people. But I also um, was really, I was a lot more skeptical this year, especially coming off of uh, the, the guys coming off of Hannah's season are so young. Yeah, yeah, they were very young. Well, let me tell you this, um, as your third Bachelor show, mm-hmm. you're fringing on a territory that I'm very well <laughs> accustomed to, very familiar with. The further, the more shows you do, the more, I guess, numb to the whole situation you become. You yeah. know what I mean? 
And so it sounds like that's kind of how you were the third time around where you're like, I'm walking in. I don't really care that much, but like I'm open to things. That's exactly where I was. Yeah. Um, I was Is that still, good or bad though? I don't know. I don't know. See, for me, I love that because it's like I win or lose, good or bad. It's still I'm not going to be changed in any sort of way. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like you were on the show once you were on the show twice. You've been through it all. It's all aired. And, and, you know, were you changed beforehand or do you care less now? I think you just the longer you're in it, the more perspective you gain on it. You I know? think. I agree with that. Completely. And you know that you were on a season well before me too. So it's like, you're even further removed from me. So it's like, you're going to have all of these like concerns or questions or even like people that are kind of like trolling you. But like the further along you move, the less you care about them. At the beginning, you're like hypersensitive to it. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is the most important thing that I'm yeah. ever going to do ever. And then you look back a year later and you're like, that no. didn't really matter at all. Mm-hmm. You know my what I mean? Fa- my favorite quote that I've ever heard from anyone from The Bachelor or anything that has to do with The Bachelor is Evan, who is married to Carly, and they've got a couple kids, and he, he was on my season. He used to always say, none of this matters. None of this matters. Evan said this? All the time. I don't like Evan. You don't? He has a Twitter feud with me all the time. Oh, that, that's hilarious, because <laughs> it's Evan. I'm going to win him over at some point. I think, actually, Evan loves you. You just don't realize. He's that's like, probably why he's he like, fights this, with you, because he loves you. No, he's like, this is a one-sided Twitter feud, and I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, I respect that so much. <laughs> but he would always say that. He was like, none of this matters. You think that this matters in the moment, you know, like when you're doing it, you're like, oh, what are my parents going to think? What is America going to think? It doesn't really matter. Six months down the road, doesn't it really it doesn't. doesn't really. The attention matter. span of the average audience member is a week. Yes. Tops. Tops. Yeah. I think that was the difference, too, with me, like last season and this season. Last season, I cared a lot more. This season, I don't think I cared so much. I was like, I'm doing it how I would normally do me. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. All right, Annalise, we're going to go to the next segment. But before we do that, we're going to do one thing. We have one game to play with you. Okay. It's going to be a rapid fire. I'm going to ask you a question with a blank, and I want you to fill in the blank. First word that comes to mind, one word, nine questions. You're making this complicated already. <laughs> I'm going to Let's ask go. you, a, I'm, going to give you a, a, I'm going to give you a sentence, and you have to fill in the blank. Got it. Drink of choice in BIP. Oh, blank. tequila soda with some fresh pineapple. And as well as not serve the best tequila sodas with pineapple? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. There's a little bit of a pause there, but it's fine. Oh, no. I it's the, way I was, fra- the way I, I phrased the question was weird. <laughs> I, w- I was waiting for a shake of the head, and then I realized that uh, listeners cannot hear a shake of the head. <laughs> Number, that's funny. Number one thing you couldn't live without in BIP blank? A bikini. That's fair. Do you want to that's a very practical answer. You want to do the next one? Yeah. If you had to pick a bachelor to marry, who would it be? Uh, ooh. Um, I got to, well, I'm trying to think about bachelors really quickly. Who have been the bachelors? Oh, you know who I just feel like right now? He's not really my type, but I feel like he is just the world's best dad is Sean Lowe. Mm. He looks like just a great husband and father and yeah. Solid Twitter account too. Hangover Mm -hmm. tip you live by. (laughs) <laughs> just do nothing and eat everything. <laughs> Agreed. Preach. <laughs> Last person you texted in your phone right now. Mm, I don't know if I can share. Um, it's Camille. If it's Camille, I'm going to quit this <laughs> podcast right now. Uh, a friend of mine who just had her baby. I saw the name. 
I'm not going to say it. I'm going to respect your privacy. Favorite BIP couple? Um, oh, that's really hard. You said your friends. Well, Chris and Chris are like yeah. my favorites, but then I also just love like Jaden Tanner and Evan and Carly. Like their whole stories. I, I mean, there's so many. Chris and Crystal is the answer to that. But question. Chris and Crystal. Who's more famous of the three? Jaden Tanner. Crystal's more famous than everyone of the three. No, I'm joking. I don't Jayden know. Tanner? I think Jaden Tanner might be the most famous. Evan and Carly are the least famous of the three. You think so? No, I just dislike Carly- them the most. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. This is you don't like <laughs> no, that. Evan, if you're listening to this podcast right now. I hate, I hate you. I hate it's you so on. much. <laughs> Tweet me one more time and see what happens. <laughs> Annalise, fill in the blank. Chris Harrison is blank. Um, um, the hottest host on television is wow. that it? No, I don't know. <laughs> Chris Harrison, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you have Annalise's phone number, I'm sure, in some weird way. <laughs> Annalise, if you had a MySpace right now, who would be in your top three friends? Oh God, MySpace. I, okay. full, full circle right disclosure, there. Disclosure, I never had a MySpace because I was terrified of creating a top friends list. I actually, oh yeah, I actually don't know if I did that just because I didn't want to like isolate right. people. But I'm making you but, do it okay. right now. Top three. Um, from Bachelor. Oh, from Bachelor. Okay, yes. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> um, Angela, uh, Crystal, and Chris. Okay, that's right. great. One last question. Would you do Bachelor in Paradise again? Um... I think that's probably going to be it for me. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I said the same uh, thing after Winter Games, and you guys saw me on Bachelor in Paradise Season 6. Famous last <laughs> mustache. <laughs> <laughs> if Annalise goes a mustache and goes on Paradise Season 7. Guys, it's going to be a game changer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Lots yeah. of things are changing in the Bachelor world. Annalise, you are amazing. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Is there anything else you want to add before we part ways? Nope. <laughs> nope. You rock, and I love you. We are going to have one more guest from Paradise. Actually, we're going to have a couple more, but we're going to jump into one more after this. We are going to take one quick quick break before we do that, though. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs 
first was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Does anyone else think it's weird that Camille hung out with her afterwards and then her friends came? That all seems relatively reasonably believable to me. No, it doesn't. That part seems believable. The thing that made me question it that maybe we should have pressed her a little bit harder on was that she said, after watching it back, she thought that it was time to put an end to the thing. So she was over it then. That's the part that I don't fully buy. Yeah. Because let's revert back to Bachelor in Paradise season four. You got boy Dean over here. Yep. Didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Left the show. Yeah. Broke up with someone. Got yeah. back together with someone. I broke up there. with them. Broke up with someone else. Someone et cetera, else. et cetera. Yeah. I've been the Camille before. I've I've broken up with someone, got back together, met their friends, got their approval, and then things didn't go as well as I. So I can see that perspective. Okay. But the thing that I don't necessarily understand is how it ended at the end of it all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's just more to the story. Let's get Camille on this podcast. Let's yeah. Camille, hit us up. Don't hit us up. I'm not a part of this. Show. I don't know why I'm here right now. Jared and Vanessa don't belong to this podcast anymore. <laughs> this is now a. De- this is your third podcast. Thank yeah. you for joining oh, us. Right. <laughs> well, then, as the new host of Help I Suck at Dating, let's bring in a new guest, Deja. Woo. You need to get a lot closer to that microphone, girl. <laughs> there Hi. That was maybe. The worst introduction I think yeah. I've ever heard. Is that too radio-y? It was just... It wasn't. Sometimes I do radio too hard. I, feel, I, I think I just had really high expectations. Oh, you for did? You. Oh, God. And you kind of let me you down. You should always bit. keep them low. <laughs> Anyways, Taysha. Let me ask you this, Taysha. What's the worst thing... What's the worst drink I made all season long? Um, 
actually made me, what was it? A tequila sunrise. Yeah. Didn't like it, huh? You know, I just really don't like orange juice yeah. in my like mm. drinks. Wow. But you asked for the drink. No, that's not true. No, that she is didn't. not true. Oh, is it not an orange juice? That ju- is not true. I think you asked for like something special. And I was like. Actually, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do it. <laughs> You're going to love that. And I'm like, yeah. And then <laughs> you didn't like it. No. Okay. Okay. But I still drank it because you made it. Yeah. So. That's nice. It's not like. <clears throat> You didn't need to do that for me. No, but it was just probably my least favorite drink. Yeah, yeah, made. yeah. Okay, cool. You know what I thought, mean? Cool, cool. I thought that would be like me going to the bar and be like, hey, I'll take a vodka water. <laughs> and then like looking over my friend and be like, I hate vodka water. <laughs> Why did he make this for me? What the hell? He's the worst. <laughs> um, Typical Wells. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tasha, you were on... Actually, what's funny about Tasha and my relationship... Oh, First time okay. I ever met Tasha in air quotes, yeah. yep. was on a podcast. It was. It was on Almost Famous with Ben and Ashley. I. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's fantastic. <laughs> but I got a text from Ashley at like 8 p.m. on a Tuesday night, and she goes, hey, are you free right now? And I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm just sitting at my house on the couch not doing anything. Right. I get a call. It wasn't Ashley. It was a producer of Almost Famous, and she goes, hey, are you ready to go on air? And I go, what do you mean? Am I ready to go on air? I guess. Sure. Let's do this. And then I get patched through into a phone conversation with Taisha on the other side. And then Ben and Ashley are both like, Taisha, you should de- date Dean. It was so <laughs> awkward because they were like, okay, so who do you want to see in paradise? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, okay, we're going to list names and just tell me if you think they're hot. And I'm like, okay. So he started listing names and you were the first name that I was like, yeah, he's cute. Like, well, guess what? He's on the line. And that's wow. I, I almost resent having Ben and Ashley as, as friends at that point yeah. because I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, right they now? made it really awkward. Yes. You were thrown off. I was thrown off. It was just. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What about Dean is attractive to you? <laughs> um, well, now she knows me, so maybe it's a harder question for her to answer. No, it might be easier. <laughs> You know, I was really digging the stash. I'm not going to lie. Wow. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yeah, I thought it was cool. That's hilarious. Thanks. No. I don't know. I like his smile. He's funny. Thanks, He's D. a good dude. Appreciate you. <laughs> Anyways, you're on Bachelor in Paradise. Let's get, let's get off of this. <laughs> no, I want to get into this. Have no, you, have you taken not. your um, vodka shot yet? You know what? I don't do vodka, but if you're that's what I have to do, have then I'll do Wells it. poured it for you. There's no orange juice I in did. it. I did. There's no orange juice in it. Okay. Do you mind taking it for us? We got you some chaser here. Oh. This is in celebration of Bachelor in Paradise season six. Okay. And you are now on a podcast with your favorite bartender. Are y'all and doing it with me? Yes, we are going to cheers you. And we want you to give a toast. <laughs> we already took one. We, we took one okay. in the beginning. We want you to give a toast real quick. Would you okay. Mind? Yeah. Um, cheers to seeing a hot mess this season in Paradise. Um. Um, yeah, I, I cried a lot. Really? I think I did in a lot of pod in like a lot interviews. of interviews. Yeah. So cheers to seeing a different side of me. Cheers. Okay. Salute. Are you a crier? I didn't even ever really take you as a I'm crier. I'm not at all. Which is why this is I'm She's stressed. She's about to be because you gave her a vodka shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. This is not orange juice. Anyways, mm. season six, you come down. Obviously, without a doubt, you are one of, if not the most desired commodity as it comes to paradise right like wow you did you, you went very far in colton season, obviously you're mm-hmm. you're a wonderful person and so coming down to the beach you're gonna have a lot of guys that are kind of like pining for your attention right so how was it for you did you enjoy was it what you expected it to be i guess um no um i had zero expectations however i thought it was going to be a little bit more fun than it was i think it was a little crazy it wasn't for me. fun 
Um, no, no. Well, you hear a name like Bachelor in Paradise, and you're like, oh, it's Paradise. It's going to be great. Yeah, like you figure you're just going to be like on the beach, drinking like margaritas with like hot guys walking around, all your girlfriends, like no drama. It's going to be fine. Okay, all those things were true. Except for the last thing you said. <laughs> the no it's drama. Gonna be fine. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, it's it is drinking margaritas on the beach with hot guys and all your girlfriends around. True. However, drama twenty four seven. Yeah. Of course. And I was not ready for it. So reminded this this the season hasn't aired yet, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of drama can we expect to see you in this season in Bachelor of Paradise? <laughs> um Are you more dramatic in this season or on The Bachelor? More dramatic this season. Well, you weren't dramatic at all on The Bachelor. I mean, no, I think I was. You saw me be a little more reserved on Bachelor. On The Bachelor, yeah, with Colton. Why mm-hmm. was that? Do you think? I mean, honestly, this whole situation takes a lot to get used to. Yeah, I wasn't used to the cameras. I wasn't used to you know diving in deep to my feelings right away. So it took me a little while to. Like, Do you think that up. it might be because Colton isn't just inherently more like a reserved human? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I try to bring the fun out of him, though. Right. Like, we did a lot of well, fun you activities. You jumped, you skydove, dove, skydived? Dived. Skydived. Dived, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I did. And I, we bonded over those things quite a bit. But, I don't know. I was just quiet. You didn't see my, like, sassiness or, like, me be silly. So, you're, you're telling us right now that we will see those sides of you on Bachelor in Paradise. Definitely. Oh, so, wow. Like, tequila makes me, you know, a little more frisky and playful. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about Hannah being the Bachelorette? Honestly, now that the season is over, yeah, I commend Hannah. I I hate that um, she had to go through as many obstacles as she did. Um, but I don't know if I could have done what she did. So, would you have wanted to be the Bachelorette? Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, I feel like I. Wasn't necessarily ready, even though I thought I was. I, th- I mean, sorry to, sorry to pull back a little bit, but I think you were more ready than any of them. <laughs> How old are you? By a large margin. I'm 28. I mean, okay. yes, but I don't know if I was ready to tackle on as much as Hannah did. Like, she took on a lot, I feel like. Right, but you don't know that going into it. No, you right, don't. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, in hindsight, like, I, True. I don't know sense. if I was ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about this the other day about what I think the problem was with Hannah, mm-hmm. and she's young. Yeah, that's not a, that's not really her fault. No, but she was put in a situation where she was put in that situation as a young person, and as a young person, you inevitably date the wrong people <laughs> as a young person. Yeah, that's, that's what you do, because you have to get through a bunch of fuckboys or fuckgirls right. or whatever it is, and then realize what works with you and what doesn't, and then you can finally settle down. Yeah. It seems to me that she found a bunch of <laughs> bad decisions there at the end. I would have weeded those out. Which is what I'm saying. I think that it would have been a better situation to have someone who has a few more rings around the tree or a, a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it's not... Uh, decision you should be able to take lightly right and it's not a decision you should be able to take right out of college that's my thought on it and you you have a like you're a little more seasoned and i felt like you would have been a better situation you would have been in a better situation to make those right decisions hands down i feel like the the things that i valued or i thought were important at 23 24 are very different from Mm. what i value now yeah so i definitely wouldn't have 
kept Luke P around. Um, yeah. I would have just weeded through a lot of the bullshit, I think. Um, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny you say that because it's even like as a 28 year old now for me as a 26 year old, I look back and I'm like, I had no idea. What were you doing? What am I yeah, doing? What was exactly. I doing? Maybe when I'm 30, I'm going to look back when I'm 28 <laughs> and be like, what the hell was I doing? You know what I mean? But I understand what you're saying where it's like, or, or what you're saying where it's like the, the, the more experience you gain, you kind of like weed out the things. It's not about like figuring out what you do like. It's more about figuring out the things that you don't like in exactly. a weird way. Or you know what, what you will put up with. Yeah. You know, and waste your time with. Okay, so paradise. Yeah. Back to back to this. Paradise. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. It's it's fantastic. Because again, I think honestly Tasha probably should have been the bachelorette in my opinion. Probably. Oh, um you. what what can we expect out of you? We get the we get the drama, we get the more lighthearted side of you. Yeah. We asked Annalise's question earlier on. Okay. Of the contestants, probably we would assume from the season before, who were you most excited to meet? Who are you most excited to meet coming into the season? Uh-huh. Besides me. Bar- <laughs> bartenders excluded. <laughs> Wells and I are both like, yeah, but besides us, come on. I mean, I know you're super excited to be. <laughs> you tried to like knee slap me as if that was like a funny joke. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> like, haha. Good joke. Yeah, good joke. <laughs> <Dude>. Um, <laughs> no, let's see. Who was I excited to meet? Like from Hannah's season, or just in general? And going just into in paradise, like, who did you want to see on the beach? Um. Oh my gosh, that's really stressful. I don't know. I was excited. To meet, actually, I was really excited to meet you, Els. Um, but I also, because I just feel like you, I hear a lot of fun things about you. Yeah, Let okay. me ask you this question. What is it about Wells that makes him so appealing? Yeah, what? Seriously. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, now that you know me. <laughs> now that I know you, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to see the It's appeal. all smoke and mirrors, kids. <laughs> just so you know. No, you make a good drink. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, right. No, you're good timing. You're... You are a great advice giver. So mm-hmm. I try to, you know. All right. Yeah. But we knew he was off limits. Yes. You were just excited to meet him. Okay, as I'm like, trying to think. Like, let's be as friends. A guy, as a guy. To be honest. Because you do, you do these interviews. Know. Leading into Paradise, you do interviews, and they always ask you, who are you excited to meet? Mm-hmm. So let's, let's say back then, who were you telling the producers, the person that you were most interested in meeting down there? Um, I, I said Connor was really cute. He is cute. And I was excited to meet him. Um, but he can, can, um, let's see. Also, I think Tyler C is also really attractive. Oh my God. Tyler C is God's gift to this world. Oh, you don't got to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I am well aware. <laughs> he is. If he went to paradise for season seven, I would a hundred percent go to bachelor. In paradise <laughs> would. Well, I, I would be does. I would pine for him so hard and I would make him the happiest man in the world. What? I would do whatever it took. Wow. <laughs> you got a man crush. Do you I'm think that. that he would be an interesting conversation? Yeah, probably. You do? <laughs> do you? I don't know. Do you? Does it need to be an interesting conversation? Look at the man. Come See, on. That's what every woman. You are every woman right now. <laughs> Dean, you are every woman right now. You are you're just distracted by shiny things. No, Ooh. he's got abs and pecs and an amazing jawline. I Whoa. get it. And as a Is man that doesn't have any of those things, as, an, as a man who hasn't worked on that ever, right? Does he have something? But here's about the, him. Here's That's interesting. Here's yes. the thing: is we, what is it besides the abs? Well, he also has a little bit of swagger. Does he? He's yeah. He's like got confidence. He's got, he's got confidence. That's not but well, interesting. He, he, here's here's the okay, thing. Okay, but I, okay, what? 
as men, please Dean, take yeah. it away. This is what we do. We see a guy that's as perfect as Tyler C. Yeah. We see everything that's just in line, and a girl just goes goo goo gaga over this guy, and we find to try th- try to find things that we can rationalize in our mind mm-hmm. to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. Sure, he's got all that, but what is he missing? <laughs> <laughs> and what he's missing is what I have. <laughs> And that's exactly what you're doing with Tyler C. right now. Totally fair. <laughs> and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I have nothing okay, to say. Okay. He's dabbed out. Okay, so Tyler C., you want to see him. We all did, obviously. Uh, who, who I else? hate yeah. you, Dean. Who else? I'm, um, let's see. Uh, Mike. I love Mike's smile. I think Mike's cool. Um, let's see. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? You don't have to go. That's, that's, that's three. That's I think three that's is plenty, a very acceptable okay? number. Yeah, okay, absolutely. cool. Was Dean in that list? I, I can't remember. No, I, no, I wasn't. Definitely I was not. not. Good job. No. <laughs> I know how to stay away from them. Good f- I can sniff them out. Listen, here, listen <laughs> I'm, I'm a, just still mad about what he just said. Right? And that's really all that's happening here. I love him to death. Listen, I'm a f- boy. Tasha doesn't involve herself with f- boys, okay? Smart. She's uh. a smart young... That's why I wanted her to be the bachelorette is because she knows what she's doing. I yeah. would have weeded you out. Is that I right? would have been a night warner hands down okay. on Tasha's season. <laughs> a chance in hell. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. Could have been trouble. Anyway, okay. We're going to do a rapid fire with you real quick, Tasha. okay? Lord have mercy. Go. We got nine questions. Wells okay. and I are going to alternate asking them. And we would just want the first thing that comes to your mind with these questions, okay? Okay. Drink of choice in Bachelor in Paradise. Um, tequila on the rocks. Okay. Number one thing you couldn't live without on Bachelor in Paradise. Um, mascara. Huh? I just love mascara. If you had to pick a former bachelor to marry. Ben Higgins. I knew it was going to be Ben Higgins. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was going to be Ben. I was going to whisper it into the microphone before you said it, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to come up too strong, yeah. so I like, waited a little bit. Like, ben Higgins. <laughs> okay. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, Ben. Um, hangover tip you live by. Ooh. Pedialyte in the morning. Oh. People are big on the Pedialyte yeah. thing. Never, never really hit a chord for me. I've always been a Gatorade guy. Never done it. You've, well, you've drank Pedialyte. No. Surely. Never had a hangover? Not since I had diarrhea at age one. <laughs> what? Have I had Pedialyte. And Tasha, just to, to answer your question, yes, we have diarrhea. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. But my response to that is not, oh, I must drink some Pedialyte real quick. Oh, yeah. That's what Pedialyte's for. It's for diarrhea. No, it has a ton electrolytes. of electrolytes, vitamins. Isn't um, it? Do you have your phone on you? Hydration. No. Oh, you don't. Oh, it's right there. Can you grab it real quick, please? Yes, I got it. And can you open it up? Yeah, and just open. show it to me. That's actually the one I want to see. Who is this number? This nine four nine number? Oh wow! Who's that's that? That's awkward. Who is that? That's my friend Casey. Okay, so the question for me <laughs> for you is: last person you texted, answer is Casey. The nice thing about the nice thing about Casey, we don't know if it's a guy or a girl. <laughs> it's one of those uh, sexually ambiguous that's names. Up no to way. <laughs> no, no, no. Your imagination. Judging by her hesitation to answer that, I'm gonna say it was a guy. Casey. I don't think so. I don't think so. Huh. Favorite Bachelor in Paradise couple? Ooh, that's hard. All of them. I can't. That's because you don't remember any of them. That's not true. Ashley. Okay, we went to Chris and Crystal's wedding. So, like, I think that actually is really special for me. Maybe it's her and whoever she's with. And Casey. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? Oh, that was perfect. Please leave me and Casey out of this, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Tasha, fill in this blank for me. Chris Harrison is blank. He stresses me out. He's he's a stress. Yeah. He's a stress case. Yeah, he's a stress case. Last one. Would you go on Bachelor in Paradise again? No. Casey's happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) Tasha, you rock. Before we part ways, anything you want to talk about? We're the ones. We're the one asking the questions. Is there anything that you want to say? Um, let's see. Dean, are you happy? Always. Wells, congratulations. Thank you. Are you happy? No, I'm very happy. I don't think there. If you answered anything other than that, you'd be weird. It's been a very long time since I've been unhappy. I can't remember. I say this all the time. Whenever people ask me that question, semi-often, yeah, I always respond by saying I'm happier now. Than I was yesterday and every day before that. And I'm sure I'll be happier tomorrow. Every day is the happiest day of my life. Wow, I really? That. And I don't think any of us can really disagree with that. It's like our life. I mean, no, sometimes you get I, diarrhea and you need Pedialyte. <laughs> you yeah, but I day. have diarrhea and I'm still a happy man <laughs> sitting on that toilet just going for it. At least it's it. passing through me. Um, okay. Tasha, you rock. We're excited to Thanks, watch you on guys. Bachelor in Paradise Season 6. Woo. I feel like you're going to be a big part of the storyline this year. I don't know. I don't think I make it very. Do you think you're going to be a big piece of the storyline? Um, I I might make it for like most crying scenes. I might be Ashley. I. I will say this: Mm. very, very (laughs) impressed with your Bachelor in Paradise announcement Instagram posts. Really, you very, very impressed by it. I don't know if you've seen it. No, she posted a picture of herself, and you look at it first, and you're like, "Why did Tasha post a picture of half of her of her face?" And her caption reads, "Looking for my." other half in bachelor in paradise oh and i was like what? that's that oh. is really really good that might be the best thing i've seen <laughs> in a long time thank you you want to know the meaning behind that it's because i actually didn't like my photo uh. so i wanted to cover it up <laughs> well the meaning behind it is it's half your face and you're looking for the other half yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're looking for casey <laughs> okay well get out of here you're done Tasha, thank you so much for joining us thank you we have two more guests coming up before we jump into we the next do? one. How yes. long is this show? It's a long, long, <laughs> long episode. Before we jump into the next guest, we are going to take Get one a beer. quick break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report 
that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're bringing in my favorite person from Paradise this year. Ah, it's tough to say. There's a couple people that I really, really loved, but Kaylin is one of my favorite people from Woo! Paradise. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, because you were on another one of my shows, and I was a big Kaylin for Bachelorette fan. Thanks. Did you ever want to do that? Um, You know, it was appealing at one point in time, mm-hmm. but I'm... And going on Paradise, I realized how terrible I would have been at being the Bachelorette. Yep. Uh, so I'm pretty happy I wasn't. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt this conversation, but before we go further, we've done this every single time. So uh, we digging shots. We forget that the important part of the segment, the mm. most important part of the segment, yep, is the Paradise Cheers. Yep. So let's all please pick up our glasses. Kaylin, you have this, and and there's your chaser. And Wait, do I have a you, shot? Yes, you do. Right. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I just poured that for you. Jeez, Louise. Kaylin, please give us a toast. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, a bachelor, like a good bachelor one. I'm terrible at these. J- throw in journey. Oh, Here's yeah. the thing. No Magic. One's, no one's good at these. So be, be, be comfortable being bad at it. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, do it. Uh, cheers to a wonderful summer. Yep. A wonderfully terrible summer. Oh, yeah. In paradise. In paradise. Yeah. Yep. Cheers. cheers. All right. That was weirdly like foreshadowing and mm. I don't, is it bad it burns my lips was it bad? Was wonderfully it terrible can i please get your chaser <laughs> thank you very much oh well it was not good that was horrible okay speaking of horrible how was your experience in <laughs> paradise this year 
Um, my experience, it had highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like similar to The Bachelor. I think I had a better time on Paradise than I did The Bachelor. Really? In a weird way. In both ways. It was terrible, both. but it was great at the same time, if that makes sense. It doesn't really, but... The interesting to thing it. to me about this podcast specifically is just before Kaylin, we had Tasha. Tasha and Kaylin, in my opinion, Hannah G removed, were the two people that should have probably been the Bachelorette had Hannah B not been chosen. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like it's weird that we now get these people, these polarizing figures, to then come down to the beach in Mexico and like try again in a weird way. But not only try again, but also like see potentially how a season with that person would have gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Kaylin now and Tasha before, they get to go down to the beach and be like, okay, great. Now I got nine guys to who are undoubtedly interested in me. Every guy on that beach, when Tasha walks down, when Kaylin walks down, when Hannah G walks down, every guy there looks over and is like, well, I, I could probably date that girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now we get to see that version of you instead of like pining for the one guy. And instead of having 31 guys pine after you, you get like the, the, it's almost better in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like you get like nine guys who you then get to choose from, narrow it down, whittle it down to whatever it is. But it's like you then become the bachelorette in paradise. No. Everything you just said is incorrect. How do you you disagree with that? Because you, you could have 30 guys after you. Or you can have seven of the guys that were rejected by the person beforehand be after you. But by saying that, you're saying that the person that wins, quote unquote, wins the season is always the best option, which we know for a fact isn't true. Fair. It's, if it's two through 31, I think two through 31 is always a better option than one. Okay. But wouldn't you want to have the first shot? At the good guy? Not if it means that's my guy. Yeah, okay. If you get, if you put me on a blind date with one person versus a blind date with 25 people, in a weird boy way, I take the 25 people every time. Here's my question to you. Okay. You watched Hannah's season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you have wanted to have been the Bachelorette after watching Hannah's season? Are you kidding? Hold on, answer that question. No, before she, answer, question. before she answers this question, this question pisses me off. What? You heard me talk about Tyler C. If anyone could ever be the Bachelorette on Tyler C.'s season and they say that they don't want to be the... You shoot Pete and and Tyler C. Are you kidding me? Why would she ever not want to be part of that? Okay, yeah. She had a really great cast. Well, she had like three good guys, maybe. Four. I don't know. Okay. I wouldn't say she had... I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, say it. Yeah. It was an okay cast, right? Okay, yeah. But a really strong couple. Yeah. Of guys. It wasn't JoJo's cast or anything, but whatever. <laughs> right, right. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's but, ironic because you were JoJo's cast. Oh, really? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Keep going. Um, yeah. I think watching it back, like, she had a good group of guys. But then going to Paradise and realizing how much fun I had in Paradise versus, like, I know how much the lead struggles on The Bachelorette. I think I'm happier the way it went for me. Yeah. But what do you mean? struggles because I mean being what you bachelor- said what you said about paradise was that it, it was great but it was bad at the same time right so you obviously struggled in paradise I struggled in paradise but I don't think I struggled as much as the lead does during right. bachelor I don't think any of us can really understand how much the lead struggles until we're in the shoes which hopefully you might be at some point we never know but none of us will understand that until we're in those shoes you mm-hmm. know what I mean right and I talked we talked to Ben we talked to Nick we understand it I talked to Rachel a little bit and she goes this is the most it's way different than the season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, respectively, whichever one you're on. Um, 
So that's kind of why, in my opinion, yeah. Paradise would, would be better for people like Kaylin, Tasha, Hannah G, me, who et, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's like you're not expected to leave Bachelor in Paradise in an engagement. You're not expected to entertain loving at least four men or four women on Bachelor in Paradise. Do you think that that's why the success rate for Bachelor in Paradise is better than Bachelor and Bachelorette is because there aren't definite things set for the end of the show? Yes. Because you get to make that choice at the end? 100%. I talked about this on this podcast before. On Help okay. I Suck at Dating, I've talked about this before. They were talking to me about being The Bachelor years ago mm-hmm. after my season of Bachelorette. And I said, look, I don't think I could get engaged at the end of a season. Like, I don't know if I necessarily even believe in the idea of marriage. And they were like, well, the most Dean thing <laughs> I've ever heard. They were like, well, let's think about that for a second. I mean, like, let's just talk about the universe. This might be an entire <laughs> construct completely created through a computer program. Here's the thing. We're, life is meaningless, and we're here for a short Nothing time. Nothing matters. <laughs> That's it's Dean right weird there. How 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 specific, how how well you have me pegged. I know. <laughs> The point is, it's like, yes, that the point of going to paradise is because it removes the pressure, right? Like, so someone, like, that's what I was saying earlier, and you disagreed with it. Kaylin, Taisha, Hannah G, these women go down to paradise, and every guy, the second they step foot on that beach, looks over, and they're like, damn, I hope that girl wants to take me on a date. The reason why I disagree with you is because they're getting the second shot at that guy, right? Like, those, all those They've guys. Been, those guys have all been turned down at some point. Yeah, but they also were like all of... Hannah B. But let me let me rebuttal by saying rejects. this. Do you think Caitlin and Hannah B. or Tasha and Hannah B. or Hannah G. and Hannah B. are at all the same person? No. No. So how could they then justify a reject being not good for them because Hannah B. wasn't right for them? You know what I mean? Agreed. I'm just saying no one likes anyone's sloppy seconds. I think that's the issue. Right. No one wants to throw something back in the microwave. You're right. That's my only, my only. I don't have a rebuttal for that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. But but I actually, even though I'm making this point, I actually agree with you. <laughs> I think the better show, in terms of finding love and also having fun and also entertainment in general, is Paradise. Why have we we've been talking too much? Let's get let's talk to Kaylin a little bit. Oh, this is great. You you can agree with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your experience on Paradise. You walked down. You were uh, you finished just after hometowns on Colton season. Mm-hmm. You had about five months to mend your broken heart. Right. You walked down on the beach. What did you want when you walked down on the beach? Um. So when I was on Colton season, I thought I was ready for marriage, and I think I was. I I definitely fell in love with Colton. Um. But I came into Paradise with a different perspective. I was like, actually, I'm 24. I don't think I'm necessarily. I don't think I want to be engaged. I don't think. You know, I'm ready for marriage, but I also, it's a, it's a shorter time frame. So I wasn't looking for an engagement by the end of it. I just wanted a relationship. And that was like my main thing coming down. Um, I'm going to ask you this right now. Did you leave Bachelor in Paradise in a relationship? I can't, I can't answer that question. Okay. I respect <laughs> maybe, that answer. I respect maybe that not. answer. Yeah. Do you think that walking into that situation not taking it as seriously, being like, I just want a relationship, not an engagement, mm-hmm. took all the pressure off and made it easier to do the thing that you did there? Yeah, I 
I agree with what you guys are saying. Like, I think The Bachelor was so much pressure and being the lead is just so much more pressure than that. But going to Paradise and having just an open mind allowed me to be myself and kind of go up after what I wanted in a different way. Yeah. Caitlin, what side of you will we see on Bachelor in Paradise that maybe we didn't get to see on Bachelor? So I think... On The Bachelor, I was still in like a pageant mindset where you're very politically correct. You're you never want to step on anyone's toes. You always want to say the right thing. And let's say for instance, let's say for example, we don't have a listener that's watched The Bachelor. So so Kaylin mm-hmm. was uh, Miss North, North Carolina. Carolina, right? So you've been in the pageant world for many years, mm-hmm. and that comes along with putting not putting on a fake smile, but like. Pre- kind of. Uh, yeah. Fit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, like a facade in a sense. Right. 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 Okay. So that kind of carried over in a weird way to your bachelor experience. Yeah. I, I never spoke my mind. I always said what I thought people would want to hear yeah. and what, I don't know. I just, I was frustrated watching myself back. Cause I was like, this isn't me. Like I'm usually very open and honest. Um, so going to paradise and watching myself after the bachelor, I, I was just a completely different person. I spoke my mind. If I was frustrated, I expressed that. If I was upset, like whatever emotion I felt, I expressed. And I and I think you'll see a more real side of me, or at least I hope you will, than you did on The Bachelor. Let me ask you this. You said when you got frustrated, you didn't express yourself. So I you're did. telling me on I, Bachelor in Paradise, you experienced oh. frustration. I did experience frustration. Will you be willing to tell us now why you were frustrated about anything? No. Okay, that's fair. I respect that. <laughs> I get that. Because obviously Paradise airs next week. We don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But I we, mean, Paradise is hard. Like, you, we watch it every, every would you season. Say, would you say that Paradise was harder than Bachelor? Which one was more difficult? Obviously, you're, you were a different person, right? From one mm-hmm. to the next, you were a completely different person. But which one were you more, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? What, what did you struggle with more? Which one? I think The Bachelor because you're fixated on one man and you can only be close with so many girls once it once it boils down to like the end of it because you all have feelings, you all have emotions invested in it. And then with Paradise, you know, for the most part, you're all dating different people. So you can open up about your feelings and emotions and you grow closer. um, You can grow closer to everyone in the cast. And I feel like that made it a bit easier. Right. Also, from my experience from Bachelorette versus Bachelor in Paradise, you you get to spend more time with the person that you might be interested in. Bachelorette, I was on Bachelorette for two months, two and a half months, however long it was. I spent a total of probably 50 hours with my Bachelorette. After Bachelor in Paradise, like after four days, you've you spent 96 hours with the person that you might be interested in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you have the ability to spend time with the person that you like versus you're like being inhibited and like cut off. Like, no, oh, great, great conversation. Great conversation. Mm-hmm. Can't talk to her yet for two more days. Nope, you're not yeah. allowed to do that. Bachelor in Paradise like, allows you to to fully dive in and be like, okay, I like you. Let's see if we like this. After 24 hours, you're like, eh, maybe I don't like you as much. Mm-hmm. But 24 hours for Bachelor in Paradise is a month and a half bachelor time. You know what I mean? Yeah. S- speaking of, I know that you, like, you're good friends with Cassie. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, just from Instagram, I see that you guys, like, hang out all the time, right? Right. Now that you spent, like, I'm sure a lot of time with Cassie and with Colton, do you think that you and Colton would have worked? No, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm very thankful I'm not with Colton. I love him as a friend, (laughs) but we would be very... Wait, why not? Uh, We're just... 
I mean, when you're on the when you're on the Bachelor Bachelorette, like you're so focused on the lead, and and they kind of like he's he's kind of hyped up in a way. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying Colton's a bad guy by any means, but like I put it in my mind that we would be perfect together. And now the way I know him, like we're just we're different people, yeah. and we're better as friends than we would be as a couple. Wells, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. Had JoJo chosen you, chosen you as yeah. the final one, how would that relationship have gone? Well, she'd never chosen me because uh, she wasn't attracted to me at all. The point, you're missing the point. You yes. know, and you know you're deflecting. I don't know if it would have worked. Why? There were a bunch of things that happened on our season where I remember thinking, I don't think I could date this girl because I don't think we see eye to eye in those. We're just not, we're not similar people. And so I remember that in like in the in and I made like concessions in my brain to like I could work put up with it this. out. Like, I yeah, I could make this out. work. Yeah. And like looking back, like that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But I do love JoJo. She was a, uh, she's like a friend that like actually like still texts me and being like she congratulated me on my engagement. So like there's no ill will or anything. Everything worked out the way it was supposed to. But I don't think we were meant to be together. Right. What about you? I was waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> Same basically exact same answer as you. Yeah. You get yourself in this mindset where you're like, this is my person. Yeah. You're two months into filming. You haven't talked to anyone that you know that knows you and that loves you in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And you think like, yeah, I get to see the rest of my life with this person. But then you remove yourself from it and you're like, wait, maybe not so much. Um, Rachel and I, Rachel and I, same, same. Like it, it would not have worked out in the long run, right? Rachel made the right choice, and I think JoJo made the right choice. Obviously, she's still with Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Obviously, Cassie is still with Colton. I think it's funny to look back and be like, everyone that we had that we were pursuing at one point is still with their significant other, and so it's hard to look back and be like, oh yeah, they made the wrong choice because I would have been way better with them. You know what yeah. I mean? But it, 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 and I'm the poster child of like, thank God I didn't win that show you know like thank god that didn't happen to me not nothing wrong well, with Jojo, like everything engaged. worked out for me you know like right. so are you are you seriously gonna sit across from me right now yeah and take a pie in your hand and shove it in my face yeah. and say whoa look at me i'm engaged i'm a big guy i'm happy <laughs> yes. i'm in love this is cool what's up dean does this suck for you yeah cool take this hand in your face real quick <laughs> Yeah, I am. <laughs> hey, Dean, here's a pie. Gonna shove it in your face. Does it suck for you right now? You, yeah, you, it, it does. It became really weirdly sing-song when you did that. <laughs> I think I'm taking too many shots. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe a dime to end the show. <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make mm-hmm. is, yes, we can make excuses for ourselves for being with the person during the show, film during the show's filming, this is why I should be with them. You take yourself out of it. You look back and you're like, it makes so much sense why I'm not with that person. Jojo, Colton, Rachel, right? Like you look back and you're like, wow, it makes so much sense why I'm not with that person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so you're right. This is the perfect time to end the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> you forgot. You, you lost your train of thought, didn't you? You did. I wanted to, to no val- just admit it say <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought I stopped paying I wanted, attention I wanted to validate your opinion yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to agree uh-huh. with you and I wanted us to move and on and you also <laughs> forgot your train of thought you had a point Anyways. there was a point when you had where you were going <laughs> and then you, you lost it <laughs>
we have one more segment for you guys. Yeah, we have um, <laughs> questions for you. Before, oh yes, 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 that's right. <laughs> oh my, am I the only one that's in charge of this te- this radio I totally, show? I totally forgot about the questions. <laughs> the producer just gave me a bottle of water. <laughs> Very rightfully so. Okay, rapid, rapid, rapid fire first. questions. Love Answer it. as quickly as you possibly can. Okay, I'm good at this. Number one. Drink choice on BIP. Happy juice. Ooh. By the way, okay, while you're pulling that up, Dean, for question number two, for everyone, happy juice <laughs> is the most disgusting freaking thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. As a it's bartender for the past three odd years on the season, um, <laughs> on the Bachelor in Paradise show, it is white wine <laughs> mixed with, wait for it, Red Bull. <laughs> and not just Kaylin liked it. Actually, she didn't like, like it in the beginning. Only Hannah G liked it. And then guess what? Every girl liked it. Let me tell you and this. Then guess what? Every guy liked it. And that's when I knew everything was falling apart. When guys are like, I need a Chardonnay and Red Bull. Guys. <laughs> and what is Hannah's title? influencer and what did she do to the people on yep. the show she influenced them to drink chardonnay and red bull if you had to pick a bachelor to marry a former bachelor to marry caitlin Ooh. who would you marry maybe sean low yeah it's either sean or ben higgins or ben higgins yeah ben higgins maybe didn't you say ben higgins the first time no that was tisha that was <laughs> hangover tip you live by Ooh, okay so there's these little hangover patches that you put i don't know where you're supposed to put them but i put them on my butt yeah yeah and you don't get a hangover. Doesn't really? matter how much you drink. Yeah. How many do you have in your bag right now? Or on your butt at this moment? Zero and three. Oh. <laughs> That's a great answer. So you, have, you either have zero in your bag and three in your butt. Or three on your butt and zero in your bag. I respect that. Um, do you have your phone on you at the moment? Could you tell us the last person that you texted? Uh, oh, was? Michelle. Michelle Randolph, Michelle Cassie's Randolph, sister. her oh. best friend. Are you better friends with Michelle oh. or Cassie? Equal, equal. I've no, been asked this question that's before. That's not real. No, no, no. It's it's equal. It's like a. It's like when you have children. <laughs> you say that, <laughs> but you're really like as a you were. I like. Okay, better. let me blame this on Colton real quick. Colton takes Cassie away, mm. and I never see her. You know, we talk a little bit here and there, but she's always gone. She's always traveling, and Michelle and I, we all live in the same building, so I see Michelle more. I'm not saying I'm better friends with Michelle. So Michelle's the answer there. All right. No. Wait, well, got it. <laughs> well, kill well, me. We, you yeah. have a lot of siblings, right? Yeah. Did you ever, and how, where do you fall in the pecking order? Youngest of five. Okay. You're oh, the youngest see, of five. I'm the middle and of five. As the youngest of four, how mm. often did you ask your parents, hey, who do you love most? Oh, I'm the most loved. I know exactly. Right, you always <laughs> want to know, you know? Of course. <laughs> uh, yes, of course. All my siblings, we all know. Uh, I'm the most loved of my mother. And I am the least loved of my father. You're kidding me. You're kidding not, me. No, no joke. How do you know that? Because they will say it to my face. <laughs> Your father, oh, you're the least, you're the, you're the fifth, the best of my children. You know? I don't, there might be like a close three-way tie between a bunch of us, <laughs> but I'm pretty fourth. sure my father is like, I don't know about uh, this guy. Hey, you're my favorite of your, of your siblings. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, favorite BIP couple? Um, hmm. Jared and Tanner. Okay. <laughs> Jared and Tanner. Mm-hmm. Jared, Jared and Tanner. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. 
That actually, make, that actually makes more <laughs> sense <laughs> than who they're actually with. It does that. make sense. Let's be fair about that. Jared and Tanner. I'm more of a fan of... Uh, <laughs> I'm more of a fan of... That I, was the uh, best answer ever! I like Jade like and Ashley a little bit more. Than <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I was between the no. two, okay? Caitlin, <laughs> <laughs> Phil... Fill in, I'm, a big, I'm a big Carly and Ashley fan. <laughs> Caitlin, fill in the blank. Chris Harrison is what? Chris Harrison is scary. Every time you see Chris Harrison, it's never yeah, a good thing. Happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't talk about it earlier, but you guys started doing that with me, whereas. Oh, started, absolutely. Every time you saw me, you thought that that meant something bad was going to happen. Mm. There was one instance in particular. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Wells is here. Yeah. It's something big is happening. Did something big happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Interesting. Once we get off air, I want to hear what that was. Because <laughs> I'm just thrown into the fray. They're just like, go for it. Well, there was one day where you randomly came during the day. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, why the hell is Wells here? Because you came normally during night. That's uh, an oddity for this season, mm. to be fair. It used to be I would come day, day, night. Night, night, day. Like, that's how it would go. Mm-hmm. And this season, it was only nights. And then there were a couple of times when I had, like, family in town. Like, my brother came and visited me. And I'd be like, I, I would like to come in the day so I can, like, go out with my brother in the night. And that, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but that's interesting. It, it was so funny when I'd walk down there and be like, Wells is here. That means shit's about to go down. <laughs> and I was like, really? Yeah. We all had a theory about it. Yeah. And then it inevitably happened. Well, the one time it did. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear about that later. One last question. Yeah. Well, would you do Bachelor in Paradise again? So the reason I did Bachelor in Paradise this season, I was like hesitant towards coming on was because I was like, I'll, I'll do it once and I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. But I had so much, I had so much fun, but I, it was also like a miserable time. It's the weirdest thing. Yes. If, yeah, I might, I might. Mm. If I'm, I would never Same do Bachelor way. in Paradise twice. Never in a million years. Nah, never. Too Rick. many. Two is too many times. Two, yeah, totally. What about three? Is no. three too many times? Here's the thing, too, especially about it. If they if they came to me and they were like, hey, Dean, listen. Hold on. Dean, I want you to stop right now because you're joking around and I think this will be fun. <laughs> you got to answer these questions. <laughs> you're right because I was joking around and I was going to take a knock at you about yeah, being the bartender I for know. a second. I know you were. <laughs> I'm in charge of this. I'm like, I like this. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. Question I, number one, drink a choice on Bachelor in Paradise. This season, water. Water on the rocks every he, time. I will say this. Dean very rarely drank at the bar. I drank one glass of wine before bed two nights. Yep. Number one thing you couldn't live without on Bachelor in Paradise. Daily Stoic. It was a great book. I got to read it every morning. I got to meditate on it a little bit. I got to share it with my friends and allow us to realize that the things that we're experiencing are only outward and that we should think about the inward emotions that we're experiencing. Focus on yourself and then you reconsider everything else around you. All right, hippie. Did you share it with us? Yes, every day. Hmm. If you had to pick a bachelorette to marry, who would it be? I think Andy Dorfman is really cute. Wow. All right. Hangover tip you live by, Dean? Don't drink. Last person you texted... (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. Let's look. My phone's right here in front of me, as it always is, because my phone's always on me. Tori, our producer for my podcast. And that doesn't count. It doesn't? Okay. 
Uh, Danielle, my manager, probably doesn't count either. Still doesn't count. Connor, my former roommate. Okay. He's asking me to sell him my mattress for gross two hundred dollars. Gross. It's a thousand dollar mattress. Should I sell it to him for two hundred dollars? Yes. It's a used mattress. <laughs> Easton, the sound engineer on this podcast right now, just texted me an eggplant. So. All right. That's because <laughs> that eggplant has done gross things to that mattress. Wonderful. Favorite <laughs> VIP couple. Adam and Raven by far. No for question. Sure. No questions asked. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And no one said that. Ask me my least favorite Bachelor in Paradise couple. Your least favorite Bachelor in Paradise couple. Evan and Carly. Yep. I knew that was coming. Fill in the blank. Chris Harrison is? Misunderstood. Mm, what do you mean by that? Everyone thinks he's like this uptight, like well-composed person. And he mm-hmm. is. He's not that. He's not not that type of person, but when you start to like hang out with him outside of the show, you mm-hmm. begin to realize he's a lot of fun, and he's yes. so much fun to hang out with. He's a, like a regular dude. He'll like crack jokes at your expense. It's funny when you first meet him. He's like he is Chris Harrison. He is the person that you expect him to be. But the further you get to know him, and like the more you get to know him, he like begins to like unravel and like like be more himself. And you're like, dude, you're like really cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why when I say misunderstood, like people think he's like this polished, very well-groomed gentleman, and he is, but also like he's also like a, a very good homie at the same time. Last question. Would you do BIP again? Bro? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you this question. Yes. How many Instagram followers am I going to get out of it? Mm, at least 75K. Nah, not enough. Sorry. Not enough. What if I punch you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this week's episode of Bachelor. Wait. That'll do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Did you almost call this podcast Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> Have you just mind-melded me <laughs> to think that I'm on the beach again? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Thank you so, so much to our guests and my co-host, Wells Adams. Yep. And our guest, Annalise, Tasha, Crystal, Kaylin. Easton for weirdly being part of this in a weird, weird, weird way. Thank you to our sponsors as well. Another great episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Please, please tune in to Bachelor in Paradise, which will premiere August 5th on ABC. Check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Be sure to tune in to next week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating because maybe then I might suck a little bit less. Follow Help I Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. 
It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.